means a fuckload to me and I say to him you know like no you don't need to do that you know it's all good but just the fact that he was willing to go and do that for me like honestly it means the fucking world to me hey guys and welcome back to another episode of wellness fucking Wednesday with Nick's Today's podcast topic is going to be an awesome one. I found it very life-changing, actually, within me and my own relationship with my partner. But it's about the five love languages explained. Have you ever been in a relationship where you feel like you're doing everything you can to show love and support to your partner, but for some reason they just still don't feel loved? Or maybe... The roles are reversed and you're the one constantly receiving, but for some reason, you just feel like something's missing. According to a theory by Dr. Gary Chapman, who says the reason that you aren't feeling loved is because they are not speaking your love language. Well, we're going to dive into what those love languages are today. Little disclaimer I've got a lawnmower to my left and a dog barking to my right. So if you hear either either, that's what it is. Anyway, let's dive in. A lot of us think that the way we want to be loved is the same way that others want to be loved as well. And honestly, sometimes that just isn't the case at all. Personally, I had never heard about love languages until quite recently. And guys, I'm fucking 35. And I've literally only just learned about this in, I would say, the last year. I reckon it's helped me to understand my partner a fuckload. And in return, I reckon it has helped me to kind of be expressive and communicate to my partner the ways in which I want to be loved. So he can love me thoroughly. God, duh, of course. So hopefully, as we dive into this podcast further, you may be able to recognize what your love language is so you know exactly how to be loved. And if you have a partner, it may help you to love them exactly how they need it. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So let's explore each one a little bit further, starting with words of affirmation. Are you the type of person that thrives on being complimented or praised? In some instances, hearing the right words from the right person can determine your mood for the day. Or maybe hearing insults or criticism can like really fucking affect you, can be really detrimental to your mental health and can pretty much set you up for a red door type of day. Then maybe this is your love language. If it sounds like your partner and and this kind of sounds like, you know, um, what your partner's like, like maybe if you don't um, shower him or her with the wor- the right words, to show your support or to show, you know, oh, well done, baby, you've done a good job or or something like that, then maybe they start to feel fucking, like, neglected or something like that. If it sounds like your partner, make sure you give them genuine compliments, 
a fee and praise. When required, of course, you know, don't, don't go fucking overboard. <laughs> they feel totally loved because finally you're speaking their language. The second love language is quality time. Do you enjoy one-on-one time together above anything else? And I'm talking no distractions, no phones, no TV, just pure undivided attention. Well, this is what makes this type of person feel absolutely loved to the fullest. If you are not given this full attention and, and you know, without distractions and all of that, it can cause you to feel unworthy, unloved and pretty much neglected, which could ultimately be harmful to your relationship. If this sounds like your partner's love language, learn to pay attention, make time and effort, and maybe even plan one-on-one time together so that they fully feel loved. And I'm talking about maybe maybe when the kids go to bed, if you've got kids, at, you know, in our house, the kids are in bed at 8.30, and so that's our one-on-one time. So maybe if that sounds like your partner, maybe set something like that up at the end of each day where there's no distractions and you just sit there and fully listen to them and take everything in and give them your undivided attention. Then you're speaking their love language. The third love language is receiving gifts. Of course, we all like receiving gifts, but for this person... They absolutely love, above everything else, receiving them. It's not so much about the actual gift, about the materialistic side of the gift, but it's more about the fact that, holy hell, they literally went out of their way, they drove down to the shop, um, you know, they, they thought about what I would like, they've taken into consideration the things that make me feel good, and they've made this purchase just for me. It's more about that. It's more about the thought behind the gift. Failure to provide something on like Christmas or your birthday or anniversary can be very harmful psychologically to this type of person. Not because there's no gift, but because there was no effort shown to the thought behind the gift which means a fuckload to the person whose love language is receiving gifts. If this sounds like your partner, love them to the absolute fullest extent by writing something little like a note or randomly surprising them with something intentionally thoughtful every now and then. That's not to say every day come home with a fucking gift. But, you know, every now and then, if you if you know that that sounds like your partner's love language, every now and then, pick something up. Maybe pick up some flowers or something like that. Or pick some fucking flowers. You don't even have to spend money on it. But that is your partner's love language. Love language number four is acts of service. Does it make you feel a certain way when your partner helps you out with chores around the house? Mowing the lawns, doing the rubbish, folding the washing or running errands to kind of alleviate the pressure that you may have. If I know my partner does that. Oh, my God. So just really quickly, this is my love language, acts of service. My partner, like if I'm fucking in the kitchen cooking dinner 
and he'll come in and I'll be like, oh, fucking hell, I need coconut cream, <laughs> you know? He'll be like, oh, fuck, that's me. I'll go down the road, I'll go up to Countdown and I'll go and grab it. And, you know, even though it sounds so small, it means a fuckload to me. And I say to him, you know, like, no, you don't need to do that. You know, it's all good. Fuck it. I'll just use normal cream. I know this is totally random, but shit, you're here with Nick. Of course it's random. But just the fact that he was willing to go and do that for me, like, honestly, it means the fucking world to me. Or if I'm vacuuming, He'll start fucking doing the dishes or he'll he'll go into the laundry and chuck a load of washing on, take the other load downstairs, put it in the dryer. Like, fuck, that type of shit means the world to me. And it's not because, oh, he's helping me do the, do the housework. It's purely out of him genuinely giving a fuck. He knows it means the world to me. So that's how I love to receive my love from him. He knows that sometimes, you know, and fuck, a lot of you that are listening, you know that running a house, and especially if you've got, you know, we've got five kids, any kind of little hand that you can get fucking matters above anything. I'm the type of person as well, I know, I can't even fucking clean a house if someone's sitting there on their ass watching me. Oh my goodness gracious. The other thing as well, when I think about, you know, that being my primary love language with my partner, is it's about actions. Acts of service is really about your actions. Now, I've been in some relationships where, you know, the words just aren't matching the fucking actions, and I'm all about that. And the last love language is physical touch. This doesn't necessarily mean sexual contact. It could be hugs or just touching when you walk past each other, like if you're in the kitchen cooking and your partner just walks past you and grabs your ass or fucking, you know, puts his arm around you or something like that. And it it gives you that really fucking feel good. I feel as though this is my secondary love language, actually, is physical touch. Failure to receive physical touch, if this is your love language, can be interpreted as neglect and abandonment, causing you to feel alone even though you're in a relationship. And it's purely because being touched is how you feel loved. So which one do you identify with? Just remember, sometimes how you receive love is different to how you give it. Both Mine and my partner's primary love languages are acts of service and physical touch. And you know what's awesome is the fact that we kind of both learnt about love languages together. And so it was awesome for him and I to sit down and kind of learn that not only about ourselves, but about each other as well. So now we can fully fucking hone in on loving each other the to the fullest extent that we can, you know. To me, when he does things, it shows me that he really cares about helping to alleviate pressures that I put on me. And that's the the type of pressures is to maintain a, a fucking beautiful home, you know, to operate our house to the fullest extent. And when he does things around the house, it shows me that he gives a fuck enough to know that this house is run by two people, not one. And that we're equals. All the way from paying the bills 
to chores, to responsibilities, to parenting, etc. In terms of physical touch, I'm a very touchy-feely person with my partner. Even if we're talking, I've got to be fucking touching him. Like, we just did a live together, um, you know, not long ago, and it was about co-parenting. And I watched that live, oh, my God, and if I got a dollar for every time I fucking touched him, <laughs> shit, we'd be rich. And, you know, but that's how I, I show my love and that's how I, I feel loved, you know, in terms of my relationship. The other thing is as well, maybe these love languages are different in terms of other relationships like friendships and things like that. So you'll have to have a good think about it, whānau. But in terms of physical touch, a hug can sometimes replace a thousand words. You know, sometimes with my partner, I, I can't find the fucking words to express how I'm feeling, you know, and then, and then he hugs me. You know, in my mind, I'm like, fuck the words. I don't even need the words. This is what I needed. And one hug from him can just calm me right down, you know. Before we end this podcast, let's run through again quickly what the five love languages are. So receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. Personally... I feel like it's pretty important to figure out what your love language is, guys, and what your partner's love language is, if you have one. Sit down with them, make them think, so you both can love each other to the fullest extent. Anyway, that's me for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast about love languages and hope to see you back here on Wellness Fucking Wednesday with Nick's next week. Bye! <laughs>